Hey everybody, Kate here. Just wanted to take a minute before this very special bonus episode to ask that if you are somebody who loves Off the Looking Glass, if you could do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If that's not your thing, if you have somebody in your life who you think would enjoy Off the Looking Glass, share it with them, tweet about it, put it on your IG, whatever it is you do to share the things you love, we would be so appreciative. All right, here it is, bonus episode. Welcome to Off the Looking Glass, I'm Kate Fagan. I'm Jessica Smetana, and this is a bonus episode. Ah, I, I can't even contain my excitement, Jess. This is oh. the most excited I think I've ever seen you in the two years that I've known you. So tell everyone what's going on. Oh my God, what is going on? Well, the Colorado Buffaloes, my alma mater, are in the Sweet 16. They beat Duke. Okay, first of all, beating Duke doesn't matter when you beat Duke. That is something to rejoice about. On Duke's home floor to go to the Sweet 16. And Jess, this is the first time the Colorado Buffaloes have been in the Sweet 16 since 2003. Our final score from Boulder, Colorado is Colorado 84, North Carolina 66. They will move on to the Sweet 16. Do you have the Sweet 16 MTV jingle stuck in your head? No, what is it? Will you sing it for me? I don't really remember the full thing, but it was like Sweet 16. Oh, yeah, no, that it's one. not stuck in my head, oh, but okay. I really like that you just sang it for everybody that listens to this podcast. Okay, yes. well, if that's not stuck in your head, how are we going to celebrate this momentous occasion? You know what we could do? We could maybe bring on J.R. Payne, the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes, because, I mean, okay, I have so many thoughts swimming in my head, but I am just completely losing all impartiality when it comes to this <laughs> NCAA tournament. I am just full on a Colorado Buffaloes fan. I don't care that I'm supposed to be fair and balanced. Mm. I am all about the Buffaloes. Schmer and balanced. <laughs> Do you know who they're playing? They're the playing 16? Iowa. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. The two seed. Yes. So you know what I'm not worried about? Caitlin Clark and Iowa getting their fair share of the media coverage. So, right. Someone's got to stick up for the little guys that don't get That's as much right. media coverage. That's why we're doing yep. this. Yeah, that's it. That's why we're doing this. It's It actually is back to a journalistic endeavor. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Full circle. Journalism. We love it. Should we bring on J.R. Payne? You just like have her number? She's just here? Of course I have her number. We, we You know what? Let me just call her right now. All right. Colorado is going to the Sweet 16 for the first time in 20 years. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's up? Oh my gosh, crazy, right? We had to drop an emergency episode of the pod because as I have told Jess, I have I've lost all impartiality and I'm just full on obsessed with the Colorado Buffaloes. So we're not even pretending. I like that. Okay, so first important question, what flavor of Powerade was dumped on you? It was actually water. I know it's not even that cool, but the worst yeah. part about it, it was full of ice. It was so cold. Like you could see in my face, it was very cold. So coaches love those ice baths, but I mean, it was like very chill. Does the ice hurt? Not the ice, but the temperature was painful. I will tell you. It's a painful, yes. okay. Painful temperature, yes. not projectile ice, like concussion. No, no, Got thank it. goodness. Right. Wouldn't that be tragic? 
<laughs> was this your first Gatorade bath for like, I'm sorry, NCAA sponsors, but that is what we call it. Was this yep. your first? So it was the first like ginormous tub dumped on my neck. Uh, who did we beat earlier this year? I think when we beat Utah, they were number eight in the country. They had not lost the game yet all year. And they can't, you know, they had their water bottles where you come in and they kind of get you. But the actual whole thing. Yeah, it was my first. It was pretty great. And then do you have to act like you are fine with being wet and cold for a while? Yes. Or do you just immediately try to change out of those clothes? What? How do you navigate that? Well, the bad thing is you can tell I'm a rookie at these types of wins because I didn't bring any other clothes to wear. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so yeah, it was very cold. I was like wringing out my shirt in the locker room. And, you know, Chris Livingston was like, come on, I'll give you my shirt. You know, she's so sweet. So yeah, yeah. People were she's trying to hook solver. me up. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fine. But by the end, like we did medium, we did all that stuff. And then by the end, I was literally, my teeth were chattering like. (laughs) JR, y'all just beat Duke on Duke's home court in the NCAA tournament. I mean, even back when I was at Colorado, yes, we won NCAA games, but we often were on our home floor. So this is like y'all winning that game at Duke. Kind of just take us through whatever comes to mind when I say that. Yeah. I mean, one, just unbelievable. You know, like for us, we graduated, you know, one of the best players we've ever had. We graduated a bunch of starters last year. And so going into this year, everyone just totally underestimated us. You know, people are trying to be nice, like, well, do you think it's going to be a rebuild season? And and in our minds, we're like, hell no, it's not. Like we have everything we need, you know, to be successful. But I kind of feel like at every single turn, we've been underestimated, you know, picked eighth in the conference even the seed that we got was lower than we felt like maybe we could have had. But yeah, winning at Duke on their floor in Cameron Indoor, it, it was just unbelievable. Like it was so loud in there. I think every player, every coach, even our athletic director behind the bench lost his voice. But yeah, just crazy cool experience. I don't know that we'll ever get something like that again. So Kate was your good luck charm this weekend, yes. I assume, because she, I saw a clip on, on social media, she gave a speech to your team. There's this feeling you have when you play basketball, when you know somebody so well, and there's just that split second moment on the court where they cut back door and you knew they were gonna do it, and something like instantaneous happens on the court. And it's that feeling. Can you rate her speech maybe on a scale of one to 10, how good it was, how inspirational it was, how much it resonated with the team? Yeah, I would say content inspiration, 10 out of 10. The only Mm. problem was that we didn't have her in any buff gear yet. So she was, she was in her, you know, like very cool, very awesome. Yeah. She's trendy. Um, No, it was great. And, and honestly, it just, it meant a lot. Our team already felt a connection, even from afar, you know, because Kate had generously sent us books, you know, for the whole team. And, you know, so there was that moment where when we received all of it, we talked about Kate, you know, and what she did in her time at Colorado and then also what she's doing now. And so there was already sort of a connection there. So to be able to physically put it together was incredible. JR is being kind, Jess. The truth is that they were playing Middle Tennessee State, and I have this pair of like really dark blue pants that I really like, and I didn't consider what color Middle Tennessee State was, mm. and it pretty much identically matched both Duke blue and Middle Tennessee blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, Way yeah. to go. But we quickly so, got her out of them and into yeah. some buff gear, so it was good. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you have superstitions now that are coming out of this weekend double win? Like, are there things that happen that you're like, whoo, I think I'm going to be doing that again in Seattle. We are very superstitious creatures. As you know, athletes and coaches are very superstitious. One that I actually had a hard time with, I've had for a long time. And I had a hard time yesterday because we didn't tip off until 9 p.m. And I go to bed pretty early usually is I cannot nap on game day. I did it one time as a player. I played awful. I did it one time as a coach. Didn't coach well. Like it just, you know, so no matter how late we tip off, I cannot nap. So that was a struggle. I was like multiple Starbucks, multiple, you know, things to keep me awake. But um, I think everybody's pretty superstitious. Anything that they did differently this weekend will be done again for sure. Yeah. That means Kate has to go to Seattle, right? Well... Be pretty great. I, I might have researched Alaska Airlines direct flights between Charleston and Seattle, but we will see. Okay, Coach. I'm sorry, Jr. Jess and I have talked about this. It can't be Coach. Have you heard of Caitlin Clark? Caitlin Clark. I, it's <laughs> right. It's ringing a bell. Look at Clark. Yes, she gets to that logo. You can't imagine the number of messages I've gotten about her already. So that, yeah. you know, yeah. someone said, enjoy the moment because Caitlin's coming, you know? It's yeah. right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. Was there like a pivot point where you're like, I'm allowed to savor this for X amount of time yeah. and then I'm supposed to shift and to look forward? Like, where is that spectrum? Where does that sit? Well, I'm usually in bed by about nine o'clock and we were okay. up till 4 a.m. last night. Just, I don't know, just so wired and so excited and so many messages and trying to respond to people and, you know, just kind of embracing the moment, honestly. So we were up really late, but I did think we normally tell our team like, okay, enjoy this tonight. Tomorrow we reset, you know, and move on. But this morning the alarm went off so early. I was like, oh, I'm not really ready to to start yeah. watching film, but I have already started and um, Friday will come quickly. So we're, we're, we're definitely moved on to Iowa now. What song do you play that gets you hyped? Is there a song from maybe your playing days that you love that you would put on a warm-up tape? And then also, is there a song right now that you like to play? Oh my gosh, I need more time for that. I'm not really a music person that much. Not even Harry Styles? I don't know Harry Styles. That's perfect. I'm sorry, should I know Harry Styles? He's the starting guard for Iowa. No, he's, he's, um... You know who Harry Styles is. He was in One Direction. You really don't know Harry Styles? Yes, you do. This is great. This is perfect. Hold on. I have to look it up. Okay. (laughs) Google Um, Harry Styles. Why is he great? Does it sound familiar to you? It does sound familiar. Hold on. I'm Googling. (laughs) You know what plays at our house? Well, it used to be just Disney Channel and ESPN. And now the kids are getting older. It's like my son is the youngest. He's seven. And he watches YouTube basketball. But Netflix is constantly running through the house. If you watch a lot of ESPN, you probably hear a lot of like Imagine Dragons promos, maybe some Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. Has Harry Styles ever done a basketball promo? Not yet. <laughs> but don't worry, Jared. We will sample some Harry Styles in this episode. Okay, great. Just so that if you listen back. Yeah, yeah. and I will <laughs> definitely hook some up tonight so that I'm in the know next time. So I read on your bio on your website that 
your name JR isn't actually your initials. It's from the show Dallas yeah. because you liked the character JR. When I was younger, my actual initials are JR. And I told my parents I wanted to start going by JR. And they were like, that's a character from a very famous television show. We're not going to call you that. There's only room for one king of the hill around here, Catherine. So how are you able to convince your parents to call you something that isn't your actual name? Well, it's funny. Okay, so my real name is Allie Marie. I was born in a tiny little town in Tennessee. So we're very Southern, like everybody got double barreled names. So Allie Marie was is my real name. Um, and then I didn't choose my nickname. So when I was two years old, I was this terrible, awful child. And I used to fight with my brother all the time. And I was just super tough and rough and... So my dad actually nicknamed me Jr. after Jr. Ewing. Jr. Ewing always keeps his promises. Who apparently oh. is this awful like character? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Well, I'm really a nice fellow when I get what I want. You're not a human being. You're scum. Yeah, so I can see yeah. why your parents didn't allow you to be Jr. because he was so <laughs> bad, and my parents gave me the name Jr. because he was so bad. So I don't know what that says about me, but that's how it came about. Well, I think that should be on Iowa's scouting report then. Mm, it's for something sure. that they need to know about yeah, you. Yeah. They should be worried. Very worried. <laughs> and you come from a, a tradition of Colorado women's basketball coaches who don't use their given first names because Seal Berry is actually Adele. Right. Her first name is Adele, although her middle name is Cecilia. Yeah. Again, Adele Cecilia Berry, and she went by Seal Berry. So I feel like this is... This is perfect for a Colorado basketball coach. Yeah, it seems to work. It seems to work. Yeah. So my entire life, though, like there's only a few people in the world that call me by my real name and it's all my Tennessee family. So I've been JR my whole life. Thank you, Jess. I didn't know that little detail. This is perfect. OK, last one that I have before we let you go to, I don't know, more media or just continued celebrating slash pivoting to Iowa is we always talk on this podcast just about the stakes and storylines driving people's interest in sports. Yeah. And even just the last few weeks of really getting to know your team, I am now more invested in the Colorado women's basketball victories than anything I've been invested in in 20 years. So can you, for our listeners, just give us like some of the storylines of your team? Yeah. I mean, we, we have a very diverse group, you know, we have players from truly all over the world and, and all over this country, you know, so Colorado is is out west, but we have players from Birmingham, Alabama, our point guard. Sherrod on the drive, fakes, gets fouled in the basket. Who has an incredible story of just the ultimate underdog, like the ultimate under-recruited, overlooked, you know, her entire life. She was told, you're too small, you're not skilled enough. You'll never make it at this level. But I actually was talking to her mom last night and thanked her for raising her the way she did. You know, and I said, you inspire me to be a better parent based on how you raised your daughter, you know, because she's just tough, resilient, you know, and, and has that chip on her shoulder. And then we've got a couple international players. Charlotte Whitaker is our post player from New Zealand, whose brother is also an American or plays basketball in America. Her sister will come over and play in America. So total basketball family. Our other international kid, uh, Frida Foreman, our sharpshooter, who almost caught you, but not quite. Um, <laughs> Against Iowa. It'll happen then. Yes. Wouldn't that be cool? Um, so her entire family. So she has uh, two brothers and a sister and both of her parents, all of them. And she's the youngest. All of them still play basketball to this day. Like mom still plays. Dad still plays. Brothers play. It's crazy. What else? I don't know. We just have, uh, you know, we had a couple transfers that came here from Washington, Quay and Tamia, you know, who have 
truly blossomed and thrived, you know, since they got here, I think their story kind of speaks to just finding the right fit. You know, so many people want to go to the big brand and the big name and, and, you know, so-and-so sounds sexier than so-and-so. And so, you know, people end up in the place that doesn't necessarily fit what they need. And I think the people that are here at, at CU have found their fit. They were all kind of under-recruited. We don't have a single McDonald's All-American. We don't have a single five-star player, but they all thrive here because, you know, they found the right place and, and culture and things like that. So... Okay, you get back to listening to Harry Styles. I'm going to do that right now before I get back to my Iowa Scout. <laughs> That's right. Priorities, JR. Priorities. <laughs> Thanks so awesome. much. Thank you. Congrats and good Thank luck. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me. And, and Kate, just so glad you're back with us again. And um, it's pretty cool for all of us. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.